0: Whenever God visits us and revives us, His Spirit blows on us like a mighty wind to bring a spiritual storm into our life, into our work, and into our church, causing us to be dissatisfied and concerned about our spiritual condition and to have a turn in our spiritual life. This week, we continue our series entitled, Our Response with excerpts taken from a time of fellowship in the spring of 2008 in Anaheim, California. In today's episode, we hear testimonies of saints who experienced a positive storm and responded both personally and with their companions. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of their testimony. Amen. Well, Ray and I just wanted to share a little bit. We had a little burden since we're just a little bit ahead of you, slightly. In our, just slightly in our early 40s uh, on this road uh, on our experience in the church life. Amen. Um, um, we were, I, I was also raised in the church life and came through training. And I went and served uh, like Daniel eight years in Russia. But I remember coming back from Russia uh, and then starting to work again to, to, to take a job. And feeling really directionless and, and lost. And I wish I had the direction and the fellowship you all have had uh, right when I was coming back. But the Lord sovereignly led me to that book, All Ages for the Lord's Recovery. Amen. And I got so much help to see what my function is from 30 to 50. Amen. <laughs> uh, that when I was in my 20s, I was in the Lord's army. Right. I was fighting the battles. And I think a lot of us, you know, in the training and serving on the campus, That's analogous to being in the army, right? Fighting the battles, expanding the kingdom city by city. But when I got in my 30s and I came back to work, I realized actually to be a priest, to take care of the testimony is even more vital and more important. It has apprenticeship. And actually the army is for the testimony. So to take care of the testimony is something that's so, so precious and so, so vital to the Lord's recovery. And then in my 30s, I need to be perfected. I need to be perfected in my function, and even things like like in my tithing, Mm -hmm. in my uh, opening my house. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I was in Russia, I was taking care of older brothers, and I was exhorting them, "Well, why don't you come to the prayer meeting?" You know. But now I realize I need to be perfected in being a working brother, paying a mortgage, raising three kids, but being fully in the church life with an open house and an open refrigerator, and you know, without a vision, the people perish. But with that vision, it just gave meaning to my whole life. Amen. Gave meaning to my work life, my family life, and of course my church, church life. Amen. And then the secondly, what I'd like to share is that, you know, going to work and, and being a, a wage earner is really a function in the body of Christ. Right. I think, you know, we're all so burdened for the Lord's That's move right. to Europe, right. but that, that needs finances. Right. When I was in Russia for eight years, I took care of all the accounting and all the distributions, the, the distributions to all the coworkers there. So I was really impressed how much the money how much the the, the, the the contributions from the Saints matter to the Lord's going on Amen. we've even seen lately that some had to come back mm-hmm. we've had have been cutting back mm-hmm. so we really brothers have a function in our going to work right. in our laboring there's that's a function in the body Amen. of Christ Amen. and we have to give for this need Amen. Uh, I was and the Lord's impressed me conference by conference this one verse John a uh, third John 8 third mm-hmm. John 8 right. says, that we ought to support such ones right. who, are, who are spreading the gospel. Amen. Being fellow workers, workers of the truth. Amen. So even though we're working, we're fellow workers, workers of the truth. Oh. And then lastly, I just as a practical point, I received so much help by just listening to the broadcast of the life study messages Amen. on my commute to work.
1: Amen. I've
0: gone through all the messages of Genesis, all 150 or so, and now I've gone going through Peter right. and just going in my car utilizing that time to be in the ministry amen. the ministry becomes a content for my prayer amen. no matter what we're in it just happens amen. to apply to my life amen. what i'm going through at that situation and then it becomes a content for my fellowship amen. and my shepherding of the younger ones amen. so praise the lord we can all go on together amen amen brothers amen. i just like to testify and just confirm
2: all the fellowship i really feel like that this speaking is really the lord's up-to-date burden for his recovery. Amen. I, uh, like John, am a little bit further along in the experience of being a working brother in the church life. And, um, you know, uh, I, for some reason, the Lord had arranged for me to be somewhat of a pioneer. And it's not really in my disposition naturally to be a pioneer, but sovereignly I was, uh, arra- through the Lord's arrangement, you know, after I went from the full-time training, I went Back to Irving to serve in a full-time way for six years, and I spent most of my time serving there with Brother Raúl behind us. And um, so, you know, when when you uh, talk about the vital groups, well, I, I have to testify. Of course, we were a lot of us were there when Brother Lee released the burden related to the vital groups. But you know, a lot of our situation with our daily life, our work life, our family life, um, it really. Uh, Causes the vision sometimes to get a little cloudy, you know, or maybe um, in the midst of all this the struggle, you might the vision is not as fresh but um I, I was really encouraged um, uh, by all the speaking, and I got the email. And uh, right away, listen to Brother Andrew's fellowship. And brothers, I was at work. I had paperwork on my desk and I had my my computer playing the MP3 and I was doing the paperwork. And there was just tears because you just re- it was such a convicting word because of the of the responsibility that the Lord has given to us. And and you really sense in the body that there is such an investment in, in, in all of us, you know, um, through the, through the fact that the Lord provided us the full-time training and all the shepherding and the care that the Lord has put into all of us. All, we realize this investment is for the sake of the body. Amen. So I, what I realized is that you know if I'm going to be a man, I have to be a Christian. Amen. And if I'm going to be a Christian, I have to be an overcomer. Amen. And the only way I can be an overcomer is to be a vital, functioning member in the body. Amen. And I realized you know, I have to take care of this vital living. Um, so uh, like John said, it's so good to listen to the MP3s on the computer at work um, and use that transition time, like Brother Andrew said, Redeem every little bit of time that you have because you know I, I work about 60 hours a week and then I have my three kids and I have the brothers, and you know it's, it's exhausting. But the supply is that time in the morning and the time throughout the day that I can remember to get something of the ministry, and get something of, of the supply by calling on the name of the Lord. Amen. Last thing is, I called, uh, some of you might know Rick Gonzalez. And uh, Rick was in is in Malaga. And he just shared with me, Paul Hahn had traveled through there and visited. And, and, and again, was revisiting this matter of the vital group living. And he shared with me over the telephone. And just his fellowship really reinvigorated me and encouraged me. So anyway, I just encourage all of us to keep praying and keep fellowshipping and keep opening to one another and we'll see the Lord work this out Amen. organically through the functioning of the body. Amen. And uh, So anyway, praise the Lord. Amen.
3: Well, for the sake of time, we could probably go on for a while, uh, but at least for this gathering, uh, we like to start to wrap up things. Uh, but aren't you encouraged? Amen. Praise the Lord for a time of mutual encouragement. Amen. Uh, we're all pressing on together. Amen. And, uh, you know, this isn't a new burden. Uh, as Brother Donnie said, it's been going on for several years. Uh, actually, you know, as we, as we contacted the brothers to mention this time, a lot of the response was, yeah, actually, I've been so burdened about the young working saints in my place. Uh, so just more recently, it's more just some steps to facilitate uh, how can we encourage and how can we care for the saints in this category? Uh, and as a result of, you know, the three fellowships, uh, the brothers put down in writing a little bit what this burden is uh, in a specific way. This burden is that we would fully enter into the seven vital practices of a consecrated exercised living Amen. in a corporate and accountable way Amen. and also to shepherd others into such a living. Uh, By establishing definite concrete waypoints Until we bear the primary burden Of the priestly and Levitical services In the churches for his body And actually this burden uh, is not just specific uh, Only to the young adults That we would enter into this vital living uh, But this is really the burden uh, for all the saints Uh, But surely it's worthwhile uh, That we invest some energy uh, with this specific group uh, who's encountering specific obstacles Amen. and a lot has been invested over the years uh, in the children's work in the young people's work uh, in even in the campus work there's been a lot of development there's the full-time training uh, and although it's this is not another work uh, per se uh, but still what about as you enter into adulthood And pass from these now how to practically enter into this vital practice, uh, and how to be in the vital groups, uh, in our locality. Surely this is worthwhile of our prayer and consideration. Uh, so, you know, as we go back, it's not to, uh, do a specific work, uh, but mainly, uh, just to pray. Uh, our prayer is definitely worthwhile. And to consider specifically the situation and the ones uh, in our place and just to begin to pray. Amen. I feel like, uh, you know, for myself, I haven't made uh, that much progress in these last few months uh, individually. Uh, but, you know, with the encouraged uh, with the continued fellowship, I'm encouraged to take some steps. Amen. Probably my biggest shortage is not having a, a definite companion. Uh, but at least I am encouraged uh, with some of the brothers in my locality. We're beginning to pray in a weekly way. Amen. Uh, and out of that prayer, uh, some burdens are coming up. Uh, for example, last week, just after our prayer time, uh, some of the brothers were just burdened for our wives. Uh, how can our wives enter into that? Amen. Uh, so as a result of our prayer and fellowship, we realize we need to have just a fellowship time with some of the older sisters in our locality just with our wives and we'll babysit uh, our kids, let our wives go and just have some shepherding from these older saints and get the help. Uh, so different things can come out of our, of our prayer and our consideration.
1: So I think uh, it should be pretty uh, apparent that the burden for this time is for a special category or a particular, particular category of saints. And that category, uh, as I was considering this last night, is not just the FTT graduates. And that category is actually not just this uh, loosely defined category of working saints. But the category that this fellowship is really targeted at are the spiritually dissatisfied. This word, this fellowship, is for those who are dissatisfied with their current situation. And the verse uh, that came to mind last night is Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 4. And I looked, and there came a storm wind from the north. A great cloud and a fire flashing incessantly. And there was a brightness around it, and from the midst of it there was something like the sight of electrum from the midst of the fire. I will not <laughs> expound this verse, but just read one footnote. From the north means from God. Whenever God visits us and revives us, His Spirit blows on us like a mighty wind to bring a spiritual storm into our life, into our work and into our church, causing us to be dissatisfied and concerned about our spiritual condition and to have a turn in our spiritual life. This is uh, footnote 4.2, Ezekiel 1.4. And I think this is the feeling that is within many of us. A storm wind has been blowing. And it is causing us to be dissatisfied with our work, our life, and our church. Amen. And this storm, is, uh, this wind is from the north. This is from God. Amen. It is a positive storm. Amen. But it is causing us to be desperate. And then to read uh, the part of the next footnote. There is a cloud following the wind. The cloud is a figure of God as the Spirit abiding with His people and covering them in order to care for them and show favor to them. God comes to us as the wind, but He stays with us as the cloud. Together, the wind and the cloud are an indication that an important transaction is about to take place between God and man. So that's my feeling, that an important transaction is about to take place between God and man. The wind has blown to us. Where are we now? The cloud is hovering over us. Uh, It is not that clear. The fire is there. Uh, Brother Ed spoke of the fire yesterday. I believe the fire is within us. And it is burning us. It is purifying us. It is purging us eventually the fire will motivate us so that we become those who know their God and show strength and take action. But at this stage, I believe there is a wind blowing and there is a cloud that is coming upon us in many places. So this is our condition. Uh, The Lord is causing us to be dissatisfied where we are. And uh, so we come together in this state of dissatisfaction, not having the answers and not presenting any... Uh, clean, simple answers. We don't leave with one, two, three. Uh, but like the brother said, we leave with a burden that we need much prayer. Amen. Uh, like Brother Ron concluded, this word needs to be followed by much prayer. Amen. Much prayer locally, much prayer personally, and then much fellowship. What we are doing here is not a movement, but we believe it is the move of the Lord. Amen. Uh, we have no, no program in mind, uh, per se, We have no timeline, there is no business plan, there is no acronym for this. We are just open to the Lord, and we encourage everyone, wherever you are, to go and to pray. Uh, We can speak of this in a macro sense. Macro, uh, generationally, we are looking for a turn, Uh, but at a more micro level, we're looking for something uh, in, in localities, in regions. And then even at a more, uh, fine-tuned level, there is a personal need. Uh, if, if there is a macro level, the word may be commission. At a micro level, we may say companions. But at a personal level, there is a need for a commitment. So this is where we are. This is how we, uh, we, we, we close this time. Uh, sorry, there's no, no simple steps except that we need to pray. Amen. We need to fellowship. And I know there are many saints here who have some burden to speak, and if we had the time, we'd like to just open it up for another hour. But we know there are planes to catch and long drives to make. So we're just going to conclude with some prayer, and then we hope there can be a lot of fellowship. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.